0: Katrina. This is Sydney. And this is Murder Obsessed. Take it away, Sid.
1: Okay, guys. So this is like a really, really sad one. I mean, I know that any murder is really sad, but as a mom, this one like breaks my heart. Um, I got interested in it because it was actually in West Virginia. These people were from Morgantown. Mm-hmm. So anyway. Let's jump in. Um, Skylar niece is who we're talking about today. She was born February 10, 1996 in Morgantown to parents David and Mary Neese. Nice. Skylar was a student at University High School. She was on the honor roll. She loved to read. They said she had an active social life and dreamed of becoming a criminal defense lawyer, which I thought was really cool. It is. Um. So Skylar and um two other girls Sheila Eddie and Rachel I'm gonna say Schroff. I don't really know how you say her last name they were the best of friends they all attended the same high school Skylar had known Sheila since they were eight years old and they met Rachel their freshman year and from everything that I could find they were just inseparable best friends um Skylar's mom, Mary, she said that Skylar was kind of the the rock for the other girl. She was just calmer. Um, she had, you know, a, what we'd say, a conventionally good life. Her parents were still together. Both of the other girl's parents were divorced, and she helped them through that um, during the rough times, I guess. Um, but Sheila, she was like the wild, fun friend. Um Schuyler's parents said that they had really accepted her like she was one of their own. They even stated that Sheila was so welcome that she didn't even knock on their door. She just came in, which I mean, I know what that's like. I never knocked on your door either. Yeah. Same. So uh, I still have adults that don't knock on my door. Yeah. (laughs) Which is usually fine. Sometimes could be problematic because your girl is probably not wearing a bra, but, um, anyway, uh, And then Rachel, was; they described her as being the opposite of Sheila. Um, She was really well-liked. She was in theater, um, really popular in school. But she came from a really strict Catholic family. And they said she kind of idolized Sheila just because she was so wild and carefree. Like, it didn't matter, you know.
0: Well, as a person who grew up in a very strict Christian home, I can relate because I also had friends that could do whatever they wanted and could go places and like have that kind of freedom and I was like dang I wish I had that because I mean I could walk I could go with a friend and my I would get home my mom would know who was there what happened how long it took me like yeah so I can relate.
1: Now my mom was really strict you know that but your mom things that I did before you knew I did them yeah there was never and our parents were like best friends so there was never any secrets you know what I mean like Mm -hmm. I used to call your mom and be like I got a C in math on my report card don't tell her Katrina got her report card today yeah I remember that
0: I do oh my yeah my mom like would have put the FBI to shame she I mean she had it tight she knew what was going down yeah for sure Which sucked as a kid.
1: Um. Oh yeah, as a teen, you think it's the worst thing in the world. As an adult, looking back, I'm glad they were so particular with where we were and who we were with. Mm -hmm. Um. Anyway, so uh, Rachel and Skylar, they didn't have either of them have the free the freedom that Sheila had. I mean, neither of them were allowed to just you know do as they pleased all the time. Um but I guess people on the outside still wouldn't have realized really anything was going on, but they, uh, they thanked social media, actually, um, and said that because of social media, and this was in 2012, so 11 and 12, um, it was easy to discover that there were like tensions rising in the trio. Um, um, on Skylar's, Twitter she would tweet things like you're a two-faced bitch and obviously stupid if you thought I wouldn't find out um another tweet from her the same year said too bad my friends are having lives without me so I'm guessing that obviously like Skylar thought that Sheila and Rachel were getting closer and kind of leaving her behind Mm -hmm. which I mean uh I get being upset about that well, in three, is uh, always
0: trouble. If there's three, there's always going to be something happen. Someone's going to feel left out. Just, it just never goes
1: good. Right. Um. I, mean, I didn't think it would be this this way, but... Yeah, okay. Um, like, not that they, bad. I saw this happened, They had interviews. Yeah. Um. But, yeah, three is always a crowd. It never works out. Being a girl mom, especially of a girl that is eight years old and acts like she's a preteen, oh my god, you're a keep... teenager
0: at two. I was I like, know. oh my god, the sass, uh,
1: <laughs>
0: love her to death. She was
1: sassy I, because of that. I try to keep the girls when we have slumber parties or whatever, it's an equal number of girls, whether it's four or six or two or whatever. There's always, you know, some one opposite because Quinn is a boss she likes things her way and you know sometimes they don't go her way and then she's like they're leaving me out and I'm like they're not leaving you out <laughs> she's just a drama yeah yeah um, anyway back to our story a classmate that they interviewed later had said that Sheila and Skylar were finding like a lot um, at one time during their sophomore year um the student and Rachel were at a practice for a theater play and Rachel had her phone up to her ear laughing and she told the other student listen to this and Sheila and Skylar were fighting but Skylar didn't know that Sheila had put her on a three-way call Mm -hmm. and Rachel was listening that is
0: like one of my biggest fears one of my biggest fears is I'm I'm talking to someone and like I'm venting or I'm aggravated, and that person is sitting there listening. Like, that is one of my biggest fears. Because if I want to say something to your face, I'm going to come say it to your face. But if I need to vent,
1: just let me vent. Yeah. I'm going to vent because I'm an adult, and I need to vent so I can handle myself properly in yeah. face-to-face situations. Because I don't want to. I mean, I will. If it comes to my kids or my parents even, you know, or my friends, I will tell you to your face. But I hope that it doesn't escalate to that. Yeah,
0: a lot so, of times I just get over it if I can just vent and be yeah, mad about it for a yeah. second. I get over it and I just don't care.
1: But like, I feel like this right here in this situation was just a total mean girl scenario. Oh like,
0: yeah, oh yeah, for sure it was. It was a mean girl thing, and it was. Oh, God, I I hate mean girls. I
1: do.
0: I hate me too. You're ugly. Me too. Like.
1: Um, so I guess things had escalated and after this, maybe they just started talking again from what I can find like things seemed to be going smoother and then um, On six scholars snuck out to meet Rachel and um, Sheila and the following morning she didn't come to work and I guess that was the first time she had ever missed work ever. And the nieces knew their daughter didn't run away. I mean, her whole life was there cell phone charger, toothbrushes, you know, everything. They were still in her room. So they reported Skylar missing. Um, so later that day, Sheila called and said her and Skylar and Rachel had snuck out and they had driven to Star City, which is in Pennsylvania. But I mean, if you're in Morgantown, you're not really far from Pennsylvania. So they were just... Being typical teenage girls, they were driving around smoking pots. And then she said that the two girls dropped her off back at the house. Well, the story was that they dropped her off at the end of the road because they didn't want to wake the parents up when they snuck her back in, like I guess with the car. Um, And that story held up for a little while until it seemed like Rachel and Rachel and Sheila just kept basically making themselves a point of interest over and over again. Yeah. Um, Sheila claimed that she had seen she and Rachel had picked up Schuyler at 11 and dropped her back off before midnight. But there was a surveillance camera on the street that showed that Schuyler had left the house at 2.30 in the morning, or 12.30 in the morning, and they never did come back. Mm. Um, Sheila and her mother even helped to canvass the neighborhood for Schuyler on July 7th. Now, Rachel at this time was off to a Catholic summer camp for two weeks. So, you know, there's all kinds of rumors and you know how teens are, they talk. They one story you know oh yeah they used, never
0: keep the same story everything's changed you know like it's hard to get a straight answer out of a kid
1: and you know did you guys I don't know if any of our listeners remember but do you remember when we were in school that game you would play where you were like in a line or a circle and telephone like, I, I would whisper something to you and then and by the time it got to the end it was nowhere near what the first person had exactly. said
0: Exactly. yeah every time Every time I had yeah. never once played that game where it, it, it was the same thing. me really right? close to the same thing. It was, I mean, like completely different.
1: Yeah. So rumors start to go around that Skyler went to a house party and overdosed on heroin. Ooh. So Corporal Ronnie Gaskins was an investigator on the case. He said them he said that people told him that the teenager attended the party and died, and then the people there panicked and disposed of her body well I have but, a question Skylar did she have a history of doing drugs no because
0: uh, her- from her- what I can see
1: yeah she was a very good student I mean she was a teen and you know how we are as teens but she wasn't but she her- had no- was a
0: big deal like smoking pot's one yeah. thing I mean it's still illegal yeah right right still illegal I, I think-,
1: think in West yeah, Virginia yeah
0: um but heroin is I mean like that's that's some hard stuff you know that yeah yeah I mean not all drugs are bad but like honestly like pot don't kill people you know heroin kills people and like don't you have to inject heroin or do you can you smoke heroin
1: no I know I don't do do drugs so I don't know (laughs) I know that you can like you know use a needle yeah I know Uh, you do
0: that but can you smoke it
1: honestly that's a tyler question even as a nurse who worked in a rehab i really don't know yeah when i worked in a rehab i had to ask my husband questions because i had no idea yeah i mean i wasn't an altogether i mean i was a decent kid i wasn't a bad kid but you didn't do heroin my my past pot or beer you know what i'm saying like yeah like that's normal. Like yes, a lot
0: of kids- yes, drinking underage and smoking pot is illegal, but most teenagers or very young adults from like that nineteen to twenty two, mm-hmm. most have, have said yes, I've done this. You know, right? Those that's not crazy and wild. I mean, like you know, it's a little bit wild, whatever. But like, like crack and heroin, yeah. and meth, like yeah. those are big mean, that- deals. You don't just be like, hey, I'm a cool little high schooler. I'm gonna go do some heroin out of nowhere.
1: Well, I mean, even in our high school, which is small, was a small town, and the kids who did things that got into stuff earlier, you know, like in high school, it never, uh, reached to that extent. I guess like, and I graduated in two thousand nine. You graduated in two thousand ten. So like, the most thing I can remember anyone doing were was people would snort pills.
0: Yeah, I like okay, that was to my that knowledge. Time. That was the worst that they did, which was awful yeah. and not not good, but like still not non-heroine. heroin you know? Yeah.
1: So this story, you know, that that they that she overdosed on heroin, people panicked and disposed of her body. It didn't there was a police officer on the case in Jessica Colbank and she just couldn't believe it because she said that their stories were verbatim the same. Yeah. The story was exactly the same. That's a lot. Almost like it was rehearsed.
0: Yep. Yeah. Cause stories are never the um, same, because they're different perspectives. Right. And normal teenagers tell like if you're telling the truth, it's gonna sound different. You know, like yeah. everything's gonna be a little different. When it's when it's rehearsed, that's when everything sounds exactly the same. That's some bullshit.
1: And she I guess she thought that Sheila was acting weird. And that Rachel acted very scared. But there was no cause. Like, there was no legitimate evidence to make an arrest. So they just had to keep investigating.
0: I have a question. And Mm -hmm. this is is a spoiler, so just know. Is this case solved? Yes. Okay. Because I was like, if all of this shit goes down and this poor little girl does not get justice, I might flip a table. Okay, continue.
1: It is a solved case. Um. For you listening out there that thought, I'm going to turn it off. We're going to hear what happened. So, <laughs> um, anyway, the cops said that, fortunately, again, in the case, social media offered some clues. All three of the girls were super active on Twitter and Facebook. The afternoon before Skylar disappeared, she tweeted, sick of being at effing home. Send friends, in quotation. Love hanging out with you all, too. The day before that, she had posted doing shit like that is why I can never completely trust you.
0: These tweets are killing me.
1: Yeah. So there's definite evidence that something is going on here. Um in August, so she disappeared the sixth. It was the last time she was seen in July. So in August of the same year. A, the state trooper a straight trooper that was assigned to the case um he says like in his interviews that he never believed that anyone who committed a crime could conceal it for very long and in some cases the murderers would even brag about their deeds and he had a feeling that this was going to be one of those cases yeah well and, that's and the he truth. thought that's that the... rachel and Sheila. go ahead
0: that's what i tell my students when you know because as a teacher i know all the teeth I know everything's going down oh in that school God. because these kids tell me. They tell me yeah. what happened at home. They tell me what happened in birth period. They tell me what happened at lunch. And tell what happened in the bathroom? Kids, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. So when these kids come to talk to me and they you know, they share some intimate things with me and I have a lot of them ask me for advice and I always tell them the truth always comes out.
1: There it is absolutely
0: never does. ever unless you are the only person involved. The only person who saw it and the only person who knows it, and you never tell a soul, somebody's gonna find out and it's gonna spread every mm-hmm. single time.
1: Absolutely. So,
0: yeah. Even if it's like, like you said, the, the police officer said, every, like, yeah. even these crimes that are unsolved, almost all of them, people know who did it. You know, they might Absolutely. not have enough yeah. to, to take it to court or to prosecute them, but mm-hmm. people know.
1: Right, he um the trooper, um, his trooper Barry is what we'll call him. He even created a fake online persona as like a cute teenage boy who went to the VU, and he kind of um linked up with it. the girls on Facebook and Twitter. Yeah, yeah, totally. So then they could, you know, the investigators could use the access to see. What they were posting about all the time and stuff like that. Um, they said that Sheila was perky online, still, like nothing changed, but Rachel wasn't posting a lot. Um, but neither of them really hinted that they were super upset. You know, I don't post when something traumatic happens in my life. If I lose someone, I don't usually post on social media about it. But as a teen, I absolutely would have, like, I would be like so heartbroken i miss you so much you know where are you come home safe whatever um and they didn't um they he did say that there were just just weird like odd posts um in november of that year sheila had posted that no one on this earth can handle me and rachel and if you think you can you're wrong. Um, there's a post. I'm not going to tell you about it yet, but it it, it hurts my heart. Anyway, Wait, no well, one we'll, on her, we'll, can. You read that one more time. Can you read that yeah, one sure. more time? No one on this earth can handle me and Rachel. If you think you can, you're wrong. What? Like what? What? That's like
0: I saw a I mean, post the other day on um Facebook that said Morgan Tone ain't ready for me and then someone commented below it and it's like Morgantown will chew you up and spit you out. Like who are you? Can't yeah. handle you. So, like, like Morgantown doesn't care about you. <laughs> like, what do you mean can't handle you? Can't over right. yourself. Oh my God.
1: The He's God like, complex believe-
0: of teenagers.
1: Yeah, 90% of teens have delusions of grandiose. There's no other explanation.
0: Yeah, no. I like, They're wild, <laughs> man. They're, they're wild.
1: So, I guess, after this, Sheila and Rachel had been hearing things through social media that made them nervous. Some people on Twitter, like, outright accused them of Ooh. doing something to Skylar, told them it was just a matter of time before they got caught. Um, so, the authorities continually would bring them in for interviews. And over time, the two kind of, they they stopped talking to their other friends and only spoke to each other.
0: Well, because they have a shared secret.
1: Right then one of the investigators realized that the car in the security footage that picked up Skylar, of course, it was Sheila's. So they cross-referenced it from nearby businesses and they found the same car that picked up Schuyler. Um, Let me see. They, they found the same car that picked up Skyler. They found it in another Location near a convenience store in Blackstone. But they had said they were in Pennsylvania. So, you know, they've, they're they like, wait, you said, so something's up there. They've made the connection. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was the first real lab that they were caught in. One,
0: well, caught in one. Like it's the just evidence a cascade.
1: That, right. And the evidence just continued to point to them, but they still didn't have enough to charge them with it. So it takes a it it took a confession to actually close the case. Uh, Rachel's the stress and the strain, like, is Rachel t- to me has somewhat of a conscience. Yeah. Um. You know, she's been concealing this crime, and it's driving her crazy. So on December twenty eighth of two thousand twelve, they say a frantic parent called nine one one in Monongalia. I can never say that right. Monangelia. Okay, and said I have an issue with my sixteen year old daughter. I can't control her. She's hitting us. She's screaming. She's literally running through the neighborhood. So the caller was Patricia Schoff or Shoff, however you say her name. Rachel's mom, and in the background they could hear rachel just crying uncontrollably give me the phone no no this is over this is over and um you know the mom said my husband is trying to contain her hurry she was just going crazy
0: see i that like so, first off i would never commit crimes cuz i
1: because of this
0: i the anxiety level that yeah. i live under like one time I was, yeah. um, I was literally, I was in Somersville and I was, fall I was turning and I was following the line of traffic turning and I wasn't paying attention to the light and the light turned red as I was turning and I look in the next mm-hmm. lane and there were cops and I literally, I literally went and talked to a friend who was a cop and was like, is there a possibility that I'm gonna get like a ticket in the mail? Cause I didn't mean to do it. Like I like I am not a criminal. I can never be a criminal because my anxiety level would be through the effing
1: roof. I feel you. I'm on three medications and I still have crazy days. So same. Um. Yeah. There's no way I can keep a secret like that. No. Um. So as soon as they picked her up, she was like primed and ready.
0: I um, like, I got it. She,
1: I'm ready to go. Yeah, she just blurted out. We stabbed her. Um, so as she, of course, continued talking, the whole truth about the case became more clear. Uh, Rachel said she and Sheila had planned murder a month of, in advance. One day they were just sitting in science class and they agreed that maybe they should kill her what yes so just don't be my friend just tell me to go away and
0: I'll go away
1: um and you know there were two different there's some conflicting stories they said that they killed her because they didn't like her but apparently at the time this stuff went on there were some rumors that people thought that maybe Skylar. Or not, Skylar, Rachel and Sheila had kind of a more uh, romantic relationship starting, mm-hmm. and they didn't want Skylar to out them. Yeah, so that what does make a this? lot more sense. What year was this? Uh, um, two thousand and twelve.
0: And uh, I mean, like,
1: so I mean, it's still kind of taboo. Times,
0: yeah, like in today's modern times, I you know I have sixth graders who have come out and said, you know that. You know, they're comfortable coming out and saying what they are. But when we were in school, there was one girl, two girls, and, like, one dude that was openly out. You know? Right. Now, the one girl, she, I mean, she looked like a dude. And no one messed with her because, she, you know, mm-hmm. like, she would kill them.
1: Um, I think that if we're thinking of the same girls, she actually... um because she was in the military with Cha, and I'm thinking that she actually went through and, like, she did the hormone treatment. I don't oh, know no. if she ever had top-and-bottom surgery, but, I mean, she was very... Yeah, but there were, like, was, like... ...comfortable dude. in what she... Yeah. Yeah. So, that made a whole lot more sense to me than just we didn't like her, but I know teens are crazy and hormonal, so who knows? Yeah. Not that um, it makes
0: it okay, but... Right. It makes a little bit more sense than we just did. Right. Remember. Like...
1: It's um, a... It was a little different of a motive yeah you know then anyway um on the night of her murder rachel grabbed a shovel from her dad's garage and Sheila took two naps from her mom's kitchen they also took cleaning supplies with them and a change of clothes when they picked up scholar um scholar just thought they were going to drive around and have fun um because they had done that before. Um, it was really hot outside, it's July, West Virginia, yeah,
0: yeah, we know, down
1: here. <laughs> Sheila and Rachel wore hoodies to conceal their naps, um, but I guess Skyler thought nothing of it, which I know today, I see lots of teens wear hoodies with shorts, you know, all the time, so all the time, sort of style, I guess, coming in, um, so once they got near the woods, um, Scholar thought they had gone there to smoke pot, uh, the two girls got behind her and Rachel said on three and on three, they started attacking her at one point. Rachel said that Skylar got away, but they stabbed her in the knee so she couldn't run very far again. Oh. Oh. and Rachel reported that while Skylar was dead, said, why? And when authorities later asked Rachel the same question, she just said we didn't like her.
0: Yeah, that makes a lot of sense that they would do that about trying to get her to not come out, like not out them. Because they're sticking with Mm -hmm. that story, which is bullshit. You don't kill someone because you don't like them. There was way more in that than that. But sticking with that and not trying to come up with a better story is exactly why I think that it was, they were afraid she was going to
1: out them. Absolutely. Um, In early January 2013, Rachel took investigators to the woods where her and Sheila had killed It was covered in snow, and she didn't remember the exact location. So they couldn't initially find the body. But with her confession, they charged her with with murder. Um, And then their final break came in a week later when they found a 16-year-old body. It was unidentifiable until sent to the crime lab and it confirmed that it was Schuyler. The investigate, investigators then matched blood samples and she was to Schuyler's DNA and she was arrested on May 1st, 2013 in the parking lot of a Cracker Barrel. <laughs> um, This is what got to me. So she arrested may 1st 2013 right i went back and found the tweet to make sure literally a month prior to april 1st 2013 sheila tweeted we really did go on three ew i'm i'm so mortified that as a mother like my children are too old, young to listen to this now, but I'm thinking about playing it back for them later. You like be careful who your friends are. That's terrifying. If they don't want to hang out with you, just don't hang out. with them. I'm, like that's that's my biggest thing, and I tell my students that too.
0: Like, if someone doesn't like you, don't be around them. Like, do don't be around right. people that don't like you or that you don't like, and you would be shocked at the amount of students that. They're like, what? I'm like, yeah, don't be around people that don't like you. Like
1: it took me a long. I mean, I don't I don't want to sound like, I don't know. Cause you know I'm not stuck up. I don't think highly of myself. But I mean, as far as uh what you would consider being popular in our high school, I had a lot of friends. Mm-hmm. But still it took me till I was in my late twenties to get to the place where I thought this is who I am this is what I like if you don't like me that way just don't hang out with me and that's okay you don't have to like me well and I think um, part of that came from
0: part of that came from our raising how we were mm-hmm. raised you know mm-hmm. like we were raised of like you are friends with everyone like you never let anyone feel left out you know you're always right. like I mean in there I mean I see the point behind that. Well, you know, just wanting us to be good people and inclusive and not, you know, have drama and fights and stuff, but it kind of had the effect of we were people pleasers. Oh, yeah. Until we became adults and we were like, no.
1: And for me, it wasn't like I did things I didn't want to do as in drinking or partying or, or whatever. I didn't do those things unless I wanted to. But there were other things like, if you remember... I mean, I was myself in ways, but was there ever a time, mainly in high school, that my hair wasn't bleach blonde? And uh, do you know what I'm saying? Like, whatever my friends thought was acceptable, that's the way I did my hair. or That's the way I dressed. Mm -hmm. And and it took me a long time to get that. And I try to drill that in my head, my kid's head all the time. Not everybody's going to like you and you don't have to be mean to that person. But if they don't like you, that's okay. I like you. Yeah. And you like you. And if you don't so, like
0: someone, then you don't have to like them.
1: Like, that's no. okay.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, anyway, rant concluded. I know. Um, I feel like I've been rambling this whole time, but it was just a lot. And i reading it. My mom actually mentioned it to me. It was crazy. She is, you know, like the nicest person ever, but she's yeah. addicted to walking like 60 and stuff so yeah. um she was deeply disturbed by this and when I started to look into it I it just broke my heart but it after sounds that,
0: like have you ever heard like have you ever heard the actual story of the like Slender Man thing yes it's, yes this I've is very God, similar is. this is like yeah. like as you were going I was like wait like, this isn't the Slender Man story is it they were younger right
1: yeah they were younger like like 12 13 maybe that's what 11. i
0: thought
1: yeah yeah i did watch because i only made it through about half and i don't do well with kids stuff we know yeah um it's, honestly once i had kids that stuff just tears me apart yeah yeah absolutely um anyway <laughs> so after the investigators match the blood samples um she was arrested. She was charged with first degree murder and she pled guilty in January of the following year. She received a life sentence with the possibility of parole after 15 years. And then Rachel was guilty of second degree murder and she received a 30 year sentence. So I asked Tyler because I was like, what does this mean? I hope you guys don't hear my dog. He's outside and he's having a fit up. Um, So he, he read me the West Virginia code or whatever, and like the life, she received a life sentence because that's normal for first degree murder. He says they always, there's always a possibility of parole. That doesn't mean she'll get it. And then the second degree murder, because I said, well, why did she get a 30 year sentence? And he read me the law and it said something like, no less for second degree murder no less than 10 years, no more than 40 years. So she was right in the middle. Um, David Nice, Scowler's dad, has, says that those two girls didn't deserve the leniency they got from the court. They are both quote-unquote sickos and they are both exactly where they need to be away from civilization, locked up like animals because that is what they are, animals. Um, that was his words.
0: Well, I mean, Um, his daughter was murdered, you know? Like, I can't imagine he having a good thing to say. And in his shoes, I mean, I I can't imagine.
1: I, so this, I just wanted to add at the end, a little bit of happy. Um, After this happened, West Virginia put in place Schuyler's Law. So when Schuyler disappeared and Amber Alert wasn't issued, um, because the cir- circumstances didn't meet all four criteria for an alert to be issued. One, that a child is believed to be abducted. Two, a child is under 18. Three, a child may be in danger of death or serious injury. Or four, there is sufficient information to indicate that an Amber alert would be helpful. So, since that for some reason didn't meet those four criteria, a waiting period of 48 hours had to go by before a teenager could be considered missing. Um, But a West Virginia state legislator from the niece's family home district introduced a bill called Schuyler's Law to modify all that. So I'm thinking that as soon as a child is reported missing and in danger in West Virginia, regardless of whether the child's like, believed to be kidnapped regardless of whether they think that um they might be with another family member regardless as soon as you report a child missing in West Virginia they put out an Amber Alert you don't have to wait you know a certain amount of time or meet any criteria
0: so um that's awesome um yeah that that is that's an awful story oh yeah but um we're almost out of time for our, our reporting um that's crazy I'm gonna be here next week I mean we're both gonna be here obviously but I'm gonna be um doing one next week and um it's gonna be a surprise for you and me because I'm not sure what I'm doing yet Woo-hoo! but I'm Katrina I'm Sydney and this is murder and this has been murder assessed Stay listening, stay murder-obsessed, but don't be obsessed with murdering people like Sheila and Rachel. Hey, be safe. Make good choices and have good friends.
1: Yes.